Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Floridians are interested in trying new things. You know, the day of everybody going to new American restaurants, um, that has passed. And now Floridians, their, their palates have opened up and they want to try things outside of what they're used to. I'm Delia Colon, and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and Southern charm. The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. Have you rated The Zest in your podcast app yet? It only takes a minute, and it helps other foodies to discover the pot. Now, speaking of ratings, for our season finale, we're unpacking Yelp's list of the top 100 places to eat in Florida. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Quick thing before we get started. This month, Bush Gardens in Tampa is highlighting foods from Latin American countries during its Viva La Musica food festival and concert series, which ends on May 21st. Our brand manager, Alex, got a chance to sample some of the foods during Cinco de Mayo weekend. You can see all the mouthwatering moments on Facebook and Instagram at The Zest Podcast. Just make sure you're not watching her recap on an empty stomach. Trust me. Now, today, we're getting the dish on some of Florida's best places to eat, according to Yelp. You know, it's the website and app where people leave reviews of local businesses. Everything from dry cleaners and locksmiths to hair salons and gyms and, of course, restaurants. Yelp recently released its list of the top 100 Florida restaurants 2023 as determined by users' rankings and reviews. Not only does the list provide suggestions of eateries to add to your summer bucket list, but it reveals something about what's trending in Florida's food scene, according to Andy Perez. Andy is based in Orlando, and she oversees Yelp's community managers in the southeastern U.S., including Florida. I recently chatted with Andy about what's trending in Florida's food scene, the ingredients of a good restaurant review, and her favorite eateries that haven't made the list yet. In our conversation, Andy also spills the name of the food and drink spot she loves so much that she chose it as the venue for her wedding. Yelp is a review website and app. It's one of the most trusted ones in the world, and that's where folks go to talk about their favorite local businesses, everything from restaurants to doctor's offices to local parks, and give information to other locals so that when we're making spending decisions, we know that we're making them with a little bit more information. It is an app where folks go to find their next favorite business. I love that. And today we're specifically talking about places to eat, which is our favorite topic here at The Zest. I got to give a shout out to my colleague, Alexandria Ebron. She received your list of top 100 places to eat in Florida. So of course we had to do an episode on this. First of all, how is the list determined? And then let's get into some of the places that made the list. This year we did Yelp's top 100 places to eat in Florida. 
And we identified businesses that are in the restaurant category, and those were ranked by our data scientists using a number of factors that include total volume and ratings of reviews, basically between January 1 of 2022 to January 1 of 2023. And then in addition to that, you know, when available, all businesses on the list have a passing health score as well. So that's how we determine the list of 100 places. It's really based on our Yelpers and our reviews. It's based on locals and what they're talking about. So here in Florida, what are they talking about? There are 100 businesses on there, but for the most part, we're, we are seeing some trends. We're seeing, as you would imagine in Florida, we are a global community. We are a cultural melting pot. We're seeing restaurants that cover all different cuisines all over the place. So if you think about it, like our number one spot was a South Miami restaurant, which is Thai food and tapas. We saw a trend that seems to be happening is that people love things spicy, right? Like in Florida, we're down with the heat when it comes to weather, but it turns out that right now, Floridians are really into spicy food. So we're seeing on the top list, you know, number two spot is an Indian spot that people love the curries there. And our number 11 spot is a spicy Northern Thai cuisine, Larb Thai Isian. And then also in Orlando, right? I'm from Orlando and we saw a bunch of great hot chicken places. So we have Jam Hot Chicken at the number four spot and Chicken Fire at number 10 spot. We're seeing Zesty Jerk Chicken, but we're also seeing that trend, you know, carry over in Tampa Bay as well. You know, we've got Rice and Spice is, is on the list in the top 20 list. It's uh, right there in Tampa Bay and it's sushi and Asian fusion, but definitely really high on the spice ranking. So we're seeing a lot of that and we love to see it. Floridians are interested in trying new things. You know, the day of everybody going to new American restaurants, that has passed. And now Floridians, their, their palates have opened up and they want to try things outside of what they're used to. Oh, for sure. Okay. I got to name the number one spot because people, I don't think we said it and people will be curious. Play to sushi Thai tapas. What we're seeing, right? We're seeing a lot of Southeast Asian restaurants and play to sushi Thai and, and tapas. You know, they've got innovative takes on Southeast Asian and Japanese favorites. Like they have the bad boy sushi roll, for example. Um, and that's the number one spot and it's in South Miami and they're actually a newcomer. Where can people find the full list? So if you go to Yelp's blog, you can find it. Um, it's Yelp's top 100 Florida restaurants to, in 2023. You can also, if you go to your local Yelp Orlando or Yelp Miami or Yelp Tampa Bay Instagram account, you're going to see that it's linked in there with a post highlighting the restaurants that are in your local community. And what's really fun about it is that when you do go and find the post, there is a bookmark collection on Yelp that you can click through to. And it is regionally, it has these little dots all over Florida and you can follow that. And anytime you are somewhere, you can sort that list by distance from where you are. So wherever you are, you can find a restaurant that's on that top 100 places to eat list, which is really exciting. Oh, that's really cool because I'm in the Tampa area and sometimes I will, I'll say I want Greek food and they'll name a place in Tarpon Springs, which is fantastic, but that's like an hour from me. So yeah. it would be cool to know what's right where I am right now. Now, what type of person in your experience 
leaves a Yelp restaurant review because I only review things that I absolutely loved or hated. It's interesting because the vast, vast majority of folks who are leaving reviews on Yelp are leaving positive reviews. In fact, over 50% of the reviews on Yelp are five-star reviews. That's literally the top stars that you can that you can put in a review. So the types of people who are leaving reviews are folks who are excited about what they're trying and also understand that local businesses sometimes don't have a marketing budget and the best way that they can support a local business, especially after the past couple of years we've had, is to tell their story far and wide. And you know, word of mouth is always gonna be number one folks know that Yelp is really just word of mouth amplified, right? So not only now do my friends know about this great local business, but now everyone knows about it. In fact, you know, when we look at the rating distributions on Yelp, nearly 80% of the reviews are three stars or higher. And that's that's a, something that people are sometimes shocked to hear about. So, so actually it is like the real minority who is going on Yelp to talk about an experience that they didn't appreciate. And then how do you know playing devil's advocate, that the reviews are real or that they're not just the restaurant owner, their partner, their sister, that they're just regular people. We're all out there on the internet and we know that some of the things are legitimate and some things are not so legitimate. So what's cool about that is that Yelp's goal from the beginning has always been to provide consumers with our most useful and reliable content. And for that reason, that's why we've been really recognized as one of the most aggressive and I would say successful uh, in the review sphere at finding and weeding out those unreliable reviews. So we actually have an automated recommendation software that we've had at Yelp since we started. And it evaluates every review that's posted on Yelp. It evaluates it based on hundreds of signals of quality, reliability, um, user activity on Yelp, IP addresses, all kinds of things. And then the reviews that it identifies as the most helpful or the most reliable are recommended. Truth be told, probably somewhere in the 75% of reviews that are added on Yelp are currently recommended. And that means there's about a 25% on there that we're not sure about yet, so we're not going to recommend them. And they're not going to affect the average star rating. What's interesting about that that I want to mention is that when I first started writing reviews on Yelp, I went on one day and I wrote like 10 five-star reviews all at once because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I haven't done this before. And my reviews were not recommended at first because it's, you know, maybe it could have looked like to um, an automated software that like, hey, this looks a little suspicious and we know nothing about this person, right? And as I continued writing reviews and adding photos, I mean, obviously this automated software could tell that I was a real person because now all of my reviews are, are recommended. And so that's just to give you like a little anecdotal information about how that works. Okay. And I didn't even think about that, especially in this age of like chat. GPT or whatever it's called. <laughs> there oh might gosh. be some bots <laughs> trying to write fake restaurant reviews, but why would you want to write a fake review when there's so much good food to be had in Florida? Okay. So part of the information that we received from Yelp was as follows. Florida is having a big foodie moment with Bon Appetit naming Miami the food city of the year and Yelp's top 100 Florida list. So... <sighs> I struggle with this because the James Beard Awards are always snubbing Florida and Tampa Bay in particular. Same thing with the Michelin Guide. So 
do those sort of legacy types of recognition matter as much today as something like a Yelp review? Yeah, I mean, I love that question um, because some of my favorites have gotten snubbed as well. <laughs> and I get real salty. And I think all of us do. When we love a local business, like we we ride for that business, right? The difference there is it, our list like covers all restaurants in a wide range of places to eat from the white tablecloth to the cafes and sandwich shops, like real mom and pop places also. And sometimes we've got taco places that are literally located inside a gas station and it's on these lists. And that's why I love this list because it's like truly homegrown. It's locals telling what they love. You know, some of the other lists are, are restaurant critics and both local and sometimes folks coming from out of town. And and so there's value to that, sure. But I think it's best to look at all of these lists together to get an idea where you want to go because sometimes I want to get real bougie and I'm going to maybe go to that Michelin star restaurant. But sometimes I go to my local taqueria and I have a better time. And that's not ending up on any of these like maybe more fancy lists. That's ending up on our locals lists. So maybe that's the power of Yelp. A place that started out as a food truck or a gas station location could end up doing really well. Yeah. I mean, actually, like when you think about it, those food trucks, those like smaller, maybe pop-ups, they are not able to use a lot of budget towards marketing, right? So it's really like fully based on word of mouth. And then it really is based on what you're putting out and the experience that you're creating for folks. So absolutely, we've seen some tiny little spots in Orlando that suddenly blow up because everyone's talking about it. And now they have these brick and mortar. So I, I love to hear those stories. We're seeing that all over the state. Well, as a Florida resident, what are some of your spots? What are some that you think deserve to be on the list? Oh my goodness. I love this question. There's nothing I love more than talking about my favorite food spots. So I would have to say number one on my list has to be Reyes Mezcaleria. It's a super cool, amazing Mexican restaurant and it's fully woman-led. And so that's everything from woman-owned to female woman chef. She's Mexican-American. She's incredible. Chef Wendy, big shout out there. The GM is a woman. The pastry chef is a woman. The beverage director is a woman. She runs the bar and everything there. It is, it is woman-led all the way. But when it comes down to it, the food is damn good. They are, like I mentioned, a mezcaleria. So they have hundreds of different mezcals that you can try and everything. But the food, it shows in Chef Wendy's cooking and preparation that she's taking recipes from her hometown in Michoacan and bringing it to Orlando and elevating it in a whole new way. And so that has to be like my number one spot at the moment. In fact, it's so much so that I actually chose it as my place to get married last year. Oh, get out. Okay, it's in Orlando, you said. <laughs> it's in Orlando. Mm -hmm. That's so fun. I did go to a wedding that had tacos and it was the best oh, thing. Yeah. I'm like, why would you have anything else? Oh, it was amazing. And the truth is that, um, that I think people are going to start going that way, really thinking about their favorite restaurants and thinking, how can I use this spot for a great event or something like that versus maybe going to a hotel ballroom or, or that. So I knew that having worked at Yelp for so long, I had something to prove and I had to have the best food at my wedding. So why not just choose my favorite restaurant? That's so smart. Our colleague at WUSF, public media, Daylina Miller recently got married and some of us attended and they had pizza 
and cookies. Yes. And it was the best because that's the food you actually want to eat. Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Down-to-earth foods are, are coming out of the gas station and the pizza parlor and the taqueria and coming to some of these more special life events. What are some other trends you think we'll be seeing in the future in terms of Florida restaurants? Yeah, I mean, I love thinking about what's coming in the future and what I'm starting to see bubble up. Um, I've talked to a bunch of the community managers before I ever talked to you because I was saying, hey, I know what I'm seeing in Orlando. I want to know what we're seeing all around. And one thing that we all were sensing was everyone's been you know, our palates have changed and foodies uh, in all different parts of Florida are starting to go to really authentic restaurants that represent cuisines that they may maybe have never tried before. What I see happening in the future, and it's already starting to happen in a really cool way, is rather than, you know, we've seen a lot of um, maybe Asian fusion restaurants or Latin fusion restaurants. Well, now we're going to start seeing more of these fusion restaurants, but two different cuisines that maybe you wouldn't expect to see together. So like we've got Ava Mediterranean here in Orlando, and it's Latin and Mediterranean food combined. You know, one of the places that I was going to mention, but it's my late night food spot. Taco China over here in Orlando also, it's Latin Asian fusion tacos. And, you know, when you were talking about tacos, I was like, and we're talking about spice. How about we put some different cuisines together that we've never seen before? You know, Yelpers love Ethiopian places, places in Southeast Asia that maybe um, they haven't, they didn't used to eat uh, 10 years ago or something. So now we're going to start seeing a lot of chef collaborations, a lot more of them. And potentially some of these chef collaborations or pop-ups will turn into actual brick and mortar spaces. Oh, this is so exciting. Now you mentioned that when you first started leaving Yelp reviews yourself, they weren't getting a lot of love. So a lot of people listening probably leave reviews or have a blog or even just, you know, snap a picture of their food and post it on Instagram with some comments. What are the ingredients of a good food review? Oh, yes. <laughs> what are the ingredients of a good food review? Well, I'll tell you how I start every Yelp review is I say five stars because, and I do basically a TLDR, too long, didn't read. So the first section is like five stars because you got to try their kimchi fries. And then I go into some more of it. So a good food review gives you right at the top what you need to order quickly. And then we go into some details. I want to know ambiance. I want to know, do I need to dress fancy for this? Or is this casual? People are wanting to know, are there baby changing areas? Are there gender neutral bathrooms? Like, what does this look like? Is this standing room only? Am I going to be sitting? Do I need a reservation? And so, you know, when I'm talking to people about what makes a really great food review, yes, of course, talk to me about the food that you love, the drinks that you love. Always shout out, that staff member that gave you some love, some special love. 
but also tell me about all the other stuff that practically like I want to know before I go somewhere. That's so good. The baby changing station. We took our kids to, they're older, but we took them to Kabuki Sushi in Orlando, which was so good. But I felt like maybe this is not a place to bring a child on a Saturday night. <laughs> maybe I should yeah. have known that ahead of time. Oh, it's and where funny. We- that is, that is something that people mention. like, is this good for kids? Like some things are, and some things like a little bit less, and that's good for parents to know, but it's also good for non-parents to know like, oh, here's a spot I can go if maybe I am up to here with my nephews and I want to get some adult time. Or if you're a parent and you hired a babysitter and the last thing you want to see on your date night is a child. <laughs> yeah, what people, what people can't see is that I'm snapping my fingers at that one. Absolutely. That's me. I'm pointing at myself. Where do we get the good kimchi fries, by the way? Oh, well, when I mentioned the kimchi fries, my mind was on Taco China. But, but truthfully, if you look up kimchi fries on Yelp right now, you're going to see places, no matter where you are in Florida, you're going to see places nearby you that are, that are doing this. There are some really cool, you know, second generation, third generation Asian restaurants who are doing some really fun things with classic American dishes and uh, adding a, a fun Asian twist. I never even thought about kimchi fries. Now, when people think of Florida cuisine, their mind probably goes to seafood. Is seafood still big or are you seeing other meats or even plant-based foods starting to take over? It's interesting because absolutely plant-based foods are having a moment. And I don't think that moment is ever going to end. I think we finally moved to a place where we are accommodating different diets. My husband's vegetarian. My sister is vegan. Like it's important to me that I can go somewhere where I can get some food and he can get some food too. So we're seeing restaurants that aren't necessarily vegan altogether, but having really strong vegan menus or uh, vegan dishes on their menus. And I'm obsessed with that personally. But when it comes to seafood, it's funny. I just went to Kaya, which is a really great, pretty new, they're they're under six months old right now, uh, Filipino restaurant here in Orlando. And uh, they focus on, you know, locally caught amazing seafood, right? And they're getting it from the shores of Florida. So I don't think seafood is ever going to be far from our culinary scene in Florida. We're just starting to see restaurants do it in in innovative ways, thinking of different ways to prepare it that might not be what your grandparents were eating. So much to try. Maybe summer's a good time to sort of put together a bucket list or a bingo card or something and, and go try some of these new places with your friends and family. Okay. Before I let you go, is there anything you're working on now that we can look forward to in the future? Our Yelp community managers are forever hosting fun events for locals in their communities. Uh, you know, our Tampa Bay community manager just hosted an event with the Rowdies, right? A soccer game. So it's not always food focused. And so right now our community managers, especially going into the summer, are focusing on throwing some events that are not just for our elite Yelpers. And when I say elite Yelpers, those are our cream of the crop top Yelpers that are nominated to be part of the elite squad and they get invited to really fun parties. They're just the most active and positive contributors on Yelp and they're they're local foodies, right? Well, Our community managers in May and beyond are going to be focusing also on hosting events that anyone with a Yelp account can attend and can RSVP to. So I would just say, if no matter what community you're in in Florida, look for your local Yelp 
community manager on Instagram by looking up Yelp Orlando, Yelp Tampa Bay, Yelp Jacksonville, et cetera, because they're going to be posting on there some great links over time for fantastic events to attend, even if you're brand new to Yelp. And more than that, they're also going to be focusing on telling the stories of local business owners with Meet the Owners posts, telling you everything that's new and hot in the community. So uh, that's one thing that I want to make sure to plug is that they are working hard to highlight uh, the biggest, baddest, awesome things in their community. And I I hope folks will give them a, a follow. Andy, this was so great. This was so much fun. I've been standing at home for way too long. (laughs) I need to get out of the house and and try some of these great restaurants. Last question, where will you eat next? Oh, that's great. So there is a sushi counter. It's a stand-up sushi counter in Orlando. It's called Edo Boy, E-D-O Boy. I have to check it out. You get a reservation, you go for one hour, you're standing there probably with 10 people or less. And I need to check this out. It is like omakase style. You're going to get that one exquisite piece of sushi handed to you along with everyone who's standing with you. I am super stoked about it. So that's my next spot. In South Tampa, I would tell you, you need to check out Izakaya Tori. It landed as number 49 on Yelp's top 100 list of places to eat. And they have some really great yakitori, which is, you know, meat on a skewer. And they've also got really great uh, sushi and all kinds of delicious things there. Udon, ramen, everything. So I would definitely recommend checking out Itsakaya Tori. And when you do, make sure to post some pictures because I'm going to be following you. And uh, then I'll see which dishes I have to order when I go there. Perfect. Consider it done. You can be my foodie fairy godmother and just come around and tell me where to eat. Honestly, half the battle is figuring out where to go. But if you have a review, whether it's Yelp or someplace else that tells you what the best places are in your area, why wouldn't you just go there? Exactly. Exactly. And like, even when you're traveling to other cities, it's like, I might not have friends there that can tell me what's like the hottest spot, what's the coolest little spot, but at least I can go on and search restaurants or lunch or something like that on Yelp and locals can tell me that way. So I will be your uh, fairy food godmother. And then if ever you can't get in touch with me, because, you know, maybe I'm out walking the dog or maybe I'm over having some mezcal at Reyes, you can always go on Yelp and check it out. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Andy. This was a lot of fun. I really appreciated it. That was Andy Perez of Yelp. You can find the full list of Yelp's top 100 places to eat in Florida online. There's a link to it on our website, thezestpodcast.com. That's also a great place to discover new recipes and catch up on any interviews you may have missed while our team takes some time off and cooks up some new episodes for you. I'm Delia Colon. I produce The Zest with Andrew Lucas. Our digital team includes Alexandria Ebron and Chandler Balcom. The Zest is a production of WUSF Public Media. Copyright 2023. Part of the NPR Network.